I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I have a fun topic for all of you, and that is profitable offers. Obviously, when any of us are creating an offer in our business, we want it to be profitable. We want to make money with it. We want it to work. And this episode is all about how to create an offer that is going to be profitable. So some of the stuff that I'm going to talk to you about is going to be stuff that I taught my mastermind clients at our most recent live event. And some of it's going to be stuff that I think everybody needs to know. And obviously the stuff that I taught to my mastermind students, I think everybody needs to know because I'm putting it on the podcast. But when I like pulled up the slides about offers and selling an offer, creating an offer and walked them through it. There was like audible gasps in the room. And one of my longtime clients felt like this was the shift that she needed. And actually she's come out of the event with this shift and it's like completely changed her approach to her business. She feels reinvigorated about her business and It was a really powerful one for her. So I'm really excited to bring it to all of you and to be able to talk about this. So before we dive into this, I do want to say that when this comes out, applications will officially be open for the next round of the mastermind. So like I said, I was just at the live event. I actually flew home yesterday and now I'm recording this today and you're going to get it next week. So you're listening to this and I recorded it last week and that's when the live event was. We were up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming at the Four Seasons, which is amazing. This is definitely, I would say, in the top two probably hotels that I've stayed at. It was gorgeous. It was just so restful and amazing. My sister actually works in my business with me as my COO, so we both flew in a little early, like a few days early, and rented a car and drove up to Yellowstone National Park and had an amazing day. We just kind of drove around the park. We did a big loop in the park and saw a ton of animals. We actually saw a bear in real life. Amazing. Like close to... We saw a coyote, we saw moose, bison, elk, like all kinds of incredible creatures out in the park and obviously incredible geysers and like pools full of steaming hot sulfur and stuff. So it was beautiful. It was just an incredible time. Wyoming is beautiful. Jackson Hole is beautiful. Like from the moment that we landed There was mountains all around. Like it was just absolutely incredible. And then the event was amazing. Like the best one ever. I feel like every single one to me feels like the best one ever. Like they just keep getting better and better. And so this one just felt exactly like that. It felt really 
like so many breakthroughs for clients, so valuable. It was in a beautiful room, a beautiful space. The content was like fresh and fun. I had just written this massive new workbook for the mastermind. So I was pulling some content from that. I actually have a business structure audit, which sounds terrible, but it walks you through all of the elements in your business, the internal structures, the external structures, like all of your whole like marketing and sales process and how you run your business, your team, your finances, like all of the tangible things in your business. This was like a check-in, check on how things are going, see where you are with all the things to really identify the gaps in your business. And then for the next two days after that, I coached on the like most common things that had come up for clients. And then at the very end, we did math about their goals for next year and their goals for the end of this year. And I seriously like cannot wait to see what my clients are going to create coming out of this event because many of them went from feeling like a little murky about their business or their goals a little unsure about how they were going to make the money. We did the math together and I still feel like, oh my gosh, they all have such clear math towards their goals, like how many spots they're going to sell of what offer and every single one feels doable. Like every single one I looked at it and was like, this is going to happen. <laughs> and not that I ever doubt my clients, but I think what blew my mind so much about it is that a lot of the women in that room I've worked with for a long time. And some of them like years and some of them like even just like a year, that's still a long time. And so many of them, I've worked with them since very early on in their business. So then just seeing these huge goals and knowing like they're going to do that. Like I just, I felt like such a proud coach. <laughs> I felt like, oh my gosh, look at them. It's just, it felt amazing. It was so fun to see it. So fun to help them. So fun seeing all of the clarity and breakthroughs and energy coming out of that time together. It really felt truly like our retreat and so now when I think about the mastermind and the events that we do, I'm like, no, we're not calling it a live event. It's a retreat. Like this is our time to get away together, to look at your business, make decisions for your business, strategize, plan, do some really amazing coaching, and just like have a good time together and feel like we're getting renewed energy and like rest and rejuvenation and all the things. So all that to say, it was an absolutely incredible event. We had such an amazing time and I can't wait for the next one. So the next one is going to be in Orlando, Florida in February, February 9th and 10th. And it's taking place at a resort that is actually on property at Universal Studios. So that is a park where they have Harry Potter stuff all of the amazing Harry Potter things, if you're into that. Even if you aren't, honestly, it is absolutely 
incredible. Like it's amazing. It is so like realistic and magical and just like fun. So that is where our next event is going to be. And I want to invite all of you to join us. So like I said, applications are open for the first quarter of 2023. And that means you will be joining us in Orlando or virtual if you need to do that. We have that option as well and you can still get coaching and everything. But I strongly recommend coming in person because there's just no substitute for that in-person time and getting to know everyone and building the community and all of that in person. So applications are open. They will close on November 4th. So be sure to get those in and come build your business with us. Come just enjoy getting coached, getting support, planning. This round already has been amazing. And I've helped clients with copy and sales pages and all kinds of stuff. I feel like I have been like in my zone of genius, like very hands-on with clients and loving every moment of it. So all that to say, applications are open. Get yours in now. Come join us in Orlando in the first quarter of 2023 for the mastermind. All right, let's talk about profitable offers. So here is like the thing. This is the thing that I want all of you to think about as you think about your offers. There's two roads here and you probably haven't thought about it this way yet. (laughs) Most people that I've talked to have not thought about it this way. But do you want to have approach one or two? Here's approach one. This is what so many people do. I see so many people who do this. They choose an offer and then they create the desire and demand for it. So what this looks like is you have some kind of like experience or interest or set of skills that you feel really confident in or some topic that you're really interested in. And you package that into an offer and put it out into the world and then you make people want it. (laughs) That is the first option. The second option is noticing what people already want and making that your offer. I feel like light bulbs are going off in people's minds right now. But seriously, so many people come up with these very elaborate programs and elaborate niches for these like very niche situations and make that into an offer and put it out into the world and no one buys it. And then they're like, oh, like I'm just not cut out for this. When really you just created an offer that you didn't necessarily know people wanted. And now you're making it mean people don't want you or that you can't be an entrepreneur when really all you have to do is notice things that people want and offer them those things. This is very easy. I'll tell you what, there's a lot in business that is not easy, but picking an offer that people want can be very easy if you just notice what people already want. And for a lot of you, 
it's not even necessarily changing the offer you currently have. Because some of you are going to hear this, you're going to be like, oh shit, I didn't do it that way. I've ruined everything. My business is a disaster. I did it wrong. Okay, seriously, you probably just need to shift how you think about and how you present your offer. And you want to start with thinking about what do people actually already want? Because think about this. Answer this question. Do you have to create demand for something that people already want? There's so much talk. And I've been one of the talkers. I will own it. Although I haven't been one of the talkers in a little while. But there's a lot of talk out there about creating demand. And what I've noticed is that my clients just have nonstop drama about that. Like that just does not serve them at all. At all to think about having to create demand. All of my clients have drama about this phrase. Like they're either ignoring it or they're feeling good about themselves because they have plenty of clients coming in or they're overthinking the idea of creating demand and like feeling really stressed. So this idea really hasn't served any of my clients, which is why I'm now calling it out <laughs> and offering you a different way to look at it. Because if you are offering something people already want, you don't have to create demand. You just have to let them know, hey, I have the thing that you want. And like part of this is visibility. Part of this is actually like talking to people, making a lot of offers. Part of this is speaking to what they're thinking about, like making sure that they know, hey, this is the thing you want, making sure that they know, hey, this is actually going to work for you, right? That's, that's what your marketing and selling is. Your selling isn't, and your marketing isn't, trying to convince people to want the thing that you created that you don't think they actually want. That's just a whole extra hurdle that's completely unnecessary, so as you think about your offer, as you think about what you're putting out into the world, you can just like make it a little easier for yourself and pick something that you just know people want that. Great, right? Yes. <laughs> and if you're one of my clients, if you're working with me, then we will just work on this. We will work on making sure it's something that people want because I am always happy to weigh in and give my thoughts on that and help you figure that out in either of my programs, regardless of which one that you are in. So this is the first and most important thing is just notice what people already want and make that your offer. What do your people want? Okay, now let's talk about some other things as it relates to profitable offers. First up, just in case you didn't know this, profit is revenue minus expenses. So one of the things that you want to think about as you're thinking about profitable offers is the cost of delivery. And I will tell you, there are definitely offers where the cost of delivery is going to be higher than the revenue that you're bringing in initially. And that's a strategic choice that you make. That is not a problem. That is going to be the truth for a lot of you. Like think about if you opened a restaurant, right? You are spending a lot of money to do the build out inside of that facility, to buy the tables, to buy the cash register, the kitchen equipment, to buy all of the ingredients to make the food. 
there's a lot of upfront investment and it takes a while when you're selling $5 sandwiches or whatever it is. It takes a while for you to recoup that and hit your break-even point and become profitable. So what I'm not talking about is having to have an offer that is immediately profitable and like starving your business from investments that it needs to be able to grow. It's so easy to see in the restaurant example. It's less easy to see with your online business. But it's really important to think about that as you think about profit and profitability, that you're not holding that against yourself in a way that is harming your business or slowing your business's growth. But long term, yeah, you do want to think about your profit margin. You do want to make sure that your expenses make sense in relation to your revenue potential and Like over the years, you want to make sure that that revenue is growing and that the expenses that you're making are actually leading towards that revenue growing. You don't want to just like for years and years and years, 20 years of business never were profitable. That's not what you want. That's not sustainable unless you have another source of income. And even at that point, like this is not a business. This is something else. Businesses are here to make money. And they're here to make profit. So money management is so important. And that is something that I talk about very much in the mastermind. I did a whole segment, like a whole workshop at the most recent mastermind retreat where I was talking about financial management and the things that are non-negotiables and the things to pay attention to and team investments and that kind of thing. So that's one thing. You want to have that profit in mind. The next thing is you want whatever your offer is to be appropriate for your audience size. So you want to be thinking about the size of your audience. And if we are looking at like how many clients it will take paying for whatever that offer is to hit your goal, you want to make sure those people actually are in your audience. You know, if you have to have 200 people paying you whatever the amount is to hit your revenue goal and you have an email list of 20 people, this math does not work. So this is why for so many of my clients, I really recommend that they start with a either like one-on-one or done-for-you type offer. So like a hands-on, you're in there with the client, the offer costs a bit more because you're either doing something for them, like doing graphic design or creating a website, or you are coaching them one-on-one, that kind of thing. Because of that math, because you will get more money per yes, because you have less people in your audience. What I don't want for any of you is starting out with no audience and a $20 offer that you need to sell thousands of to hit your goal. That's just not a match. You're going to be real frustrated. You're not going to be happy. I'm always looking at how to maximize how much money you can earn in your business like right now. I am looking at like how much money can you make right now and 
and helping you to leverage all of the things that you have right now. Like if you have more time than audience or money, then yeah, I'm going to want you to have a higher ticket offer where you need less clients because you will have that happen for you faster. So anyway, you want it to be appropriate for your audience size. And something to think about with your audience is not every follower is a actual potential buyer. So you don't want to look at a like, you know, Instagram following of a thousand people and be like, awesome, I'm definitely going to have 500 of them buy my thing. Probably not. And that's okay. You want to really look at like, who's on my email list? Who's really engaged with me? That kind of thing. So that is the math. You want to be looking at that kind of math as far as my revenue goal, the cost of my offer, how many people it's going to take for me to hit my goal, and how that relates to my audience. You also want to look at industry norms. You don't just want to follow what other people are doing and like never think for yourself, but you also don't want to be the highest priced person in your industry if you don't have a ton of experience. Like if you are a brand new life coach and you're like, I'm going to charge $20,000 for one-on-one coaching, there are some coaches out there who'd be like, yeah, you can do it. And I'm not one of them. That to me sounds like a scam. (laughs) I want you, and honestly, like My clients don't do stuff like that. My clients are the opposite. My clients are like, I have five years of experience. I think I can charge $20 an hour. And I'm like, no, (laughs) that's not, that's not right. So my clients are usually the underchargers, but there is this like huge overcharging like trend, I think. And what I want for all of my clients is for you to feel like you are so confident in what you're offering. I want you to feel so confident that you're going to be able to deliver and that you just like feel so good about what you are selling. And for a lot of my clients, this is just like a mindset shift that needs to happen. And that is something that I for sure coach on is helping you to really come back to some confidence or build some confidence to really believe in your authority and your value, the the value of your work, I should say, not your value as a human. This is another like random little tangent on (laughs) offers and pricing, but the whole like charge your worth thing, like your price has nothing to do with your worth. There are multimillionaires who have made that selling stuff that cost less than $50 or less than $20. And like they're not worth less because their prices are lower. They're just in a different industry or have a different type of offer. Like your rates that you charge have absolutely nothing to do with your worth as a human or really even the value of your work. It's just kind of an arbitrary choice. Now, That seems like it might contradict what I've said, but it doesn't. (laughs) Prices are an arbitrary choice, but it doesn't mean that there aren't smart ways to do it. Like I said, like looking at these industry norms, looking at your experience, looking at the value of what you bring to the table for your clients. Something that I think about with my team, 
because I have a bunch of people that I pay on my team and I think that they are all worth infinity amount as human beings. I love them. I think they're incredible people. I think they deserve the world. It doesn't mean that I'm paying them all the world because I can't because I don't own the world to be able to pay it to them. But you know what I mean? Like I I don't look at my people on my team and think like I have to pay them their worth because to me, I'm like, they're all equally worthy. They're all enough. They're all valuable human beings. What I think about when I look at team expenses is what is the impact of their work on the business and am I paying them more than the impact of their work on the business. So this is something that, you know, I'm always kind of thinking about, like, are is everyone's pay and their job description, like, the right fit? And is it having the impact on the business that we want it to have? So every once in a while, we do some, like, restructuring or that kind of thing, just wanting to really be conscious of that. So this is something that I talked to the mastermind about at our event as well. And it was an aha moment for some people because I think sometimes like we just, we love our people and that kind of thing. And then even if it's not working out on the team, we feel bad about it. And that is something as you grow your business that you really need to be paying attention to and watching out for. So anyway, I feel like that was a real tangent. (laughs) I'm going to look at my notes. What else did I want to tell you? The other thing I want you to think about as you're thinking about your offer and your pricing is the hours for your work, like the hours that you have available to work. So for some of you, you may have an offer where the math to hit your revenue goal doesn't work. Like you need 200 clients and that would be 200 hours a week and you don't have 200 hours a week to work. So this is something to pay attention to as well as you're structuring your offer. You want to be really conscious of if this offer, if I'm fully booked at this offer and hitting my revenue goal, does that actually work within my work time? When you're first starting out your business, I think for a lot of us, we are maybe doing a little free work or some lower cost work just to build up our experience and build up our confidence. And there's nothing wrong with that. So you don't have to use that situation against yourself with what I'm talking about here. It's just like as you are building and getting to that like more final type price, making sure that the math actually checks out and then it's actually going to work for you. Because I don't want you to like get to the end of the year and be like, I worked my ass off. I was fully booked and I didn't hit my goal. What happened? What happened is that the math did not add up and it would have been helpful to know that in advance. So like I was saying, sometimes at the beginning of your business, you know, you're building up to things, building your confidence, building your experience. So something that's good to know is that sometimes the path from where you are to where you want to be there is a gap. There, There is a path there. It's like where you are right now and where you want to be is not just one step of one single offer. Sometimes it's going to be like starting off with one type of offer or one price and slowly shifting things over time to get where you want to be. You may have periods where you have a low profit margin or maybe you're just breaking even or maybe you're in the red. Maybe you have no profit at all. 
but you know that this period of time is temporary and it's an investment in getting to where you want to be. Maybe you have a less desired offer. Maybe you don't want to offer one-on-one. You only want to offer groups or courses or whatever. But while you're growing your audience, you are willing to have an offer that's not your first choice offer. You're willing to do that one-on-one work for a little while while you're building up the audience to allow you to be making more money. There are strategic choices like this that build some stepping stones between where you are and where you want to be. And it's helpful to know where you want to go to allow you to even know what are those stepping stones that I need to have in place. All right. The last thing I want to say about profitable offers is that I think the best thing you can do is creating an offer that is super irresistible to your ideal client. That is so valuable to them where they feel like the impact on them is greater than the amount of money they're paying you. You know, I said that about my team. I'm looking at how much I'm paying versus the impact of that person's work in the business. Your clients are going to think the same about you, or at least they should if they're thinking that way. And you want to structure your offer as if they are thinking that way. So you want to think, how can I make it that the value and the impact of my work on this person is so much more than what they're paying. And then I'm offering something that they really want, like we talked about at the beginning. When you create that really irresistible offer to your clients, what you're going to find is that you have people who want to continue to work with you. They're going to come back. They're going to be repeat customers, repeat clients. You're going to find that they're referring other people to you. You're going to find that they're sending you even more clients. Not only are they staying as a client, they're sending you other clients. So when you have an offer that's just so valuable, so irresistible, just exactly what they want, it helps them so much. That is such an amazing way to have a profitable offer and to have a long-term sustainable business. All right, so that is my like, (laughs) it feels, I had notes and it still feels like I was like free form stream of consciousness about profitable offers. But those are all the things that I wanted to share with you that I want you to know about profitable offers. If you want my help with profitable offers, join one of my programs, join Mama to CEO. If you are just getting started, if you are trying to build up to that fully booked like initial phase of your business. If you are beyond that, if you have a business, you've signed clients, things are working amazingly, and now you're like, what's next? Where am I going from here? The mastermind is for you and enrollment is open right now. If you go to samanthasiffering.com slash mastermind, you can find that right there and you can sign up and join us for Q1. All right, everyone. I will talk to you all next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, 
and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.